is Thursday morning. You are listening to the Chattanooga Drive-In Show. Because you're smart, you're inquisitive, you're curious. You want to know more than the next person. You want to be able to win the debate. Hold your own in the water cooler conversation. We're going to start off today's Chattanooga Drive-In Show with a little bit of philosophy. Philosophy's Corner. I want you guys to always keep in mind, this is ancient wisdom passed down Papa Styles to Papa Styles to Papa Styles to Papa Styles. Honored's up to 120 generations. And this is the wisdom. From Big Chief Running Styles. Imparted to me by my Papa Styles, and I have imparted it to my young ones. If you love something, let it go. Are you firing me? If you love something, let it go. If it comes back to you, it's yours. If it doesn't, track it down and kill it. (laughs) And all that wisdom coming to you under the hunter's moon. The full moon last night was the hunter's moon. Yeah. Exactly the opposite of what normally full moons do to me, which make me rest. Usually I get restless during the the waning of the waxing gibbous Mm -hmm. as the moon gains its fullness. Is when I get all agitated. Last night I slept like I had been just sedated. Like okay. somebody literally hit me with a, you know, secretariat-sized dose of uh, <laughs> ketamine, and yeah. it took me forever to get going this morning. But yeah. it was beautiful. It was gorgeous. Jen takes horse dewormer. There's so, a, yeah. there's so so many <laughs> meteorite showers too right now. Did you realize that the the they see the Orionids? the Leonids, we actually have some of the remains of Halley's Comet, and you can't see any of them because the Hunter's Moon is so bright (laughs) and it's so full and the skies are so clear. And of course, here during the Hunter's Moon, what are we hunting for mostly around here? Around here, it'd be deer. It's deer season. Affordable gas. Affordable gas (laughs) and lots of things that are not on the shelves. We'll be talking about that as we go. I just grew an inordinate amount of body hair. If you're not, Jeff, you could download the Gas Buddy app, which will tell Mm. you where the cheapest gas is. Yeah, if you can drive all the way out to Sewanee and get yourself That's right. That's exactly right. (laughs) We are podcasting (laughs) live from the Lodge Cast Iron Studio. The Lodge Cast Iron Studio, we, we take things seriously. We're solid, baby. Solid. Like cast iron. Uh, tight. Brave, beautiful, inevitable concept. The daily Monday through Friday podcast where you get all the information you need in an entertaining manner, just much more quickly and with a lot more smiles oh. delivered uh, per, per news item than any other place. Guaranteed or double your money back. I came up with something, Jeff. Okay. Ties into our Lodge Cast Iron sponsorship. Okay. We are well seasoned. Yes, we are. Like Lodge Cast Iron. There you go. I like That's it a beautiful. lot. That's beautiful. See, see how this is the creative <laughs> roundtable that Very we have nice. we have you know put together here for you guys. Yeah. I'm impressed. I've got and, almost a decade of experience. By the way, I think this is also the right time. Let me go ahead and, and say this. You know, we have so many shortages as of now. The container, you know, uh, barge shipment log jam is horrifying we yeah, can't man. get any truck drivers to take things over 
over road route salespeople are stopping their jobs. The stores, Amazon's trying to hire people so hard they can't stand it. Mm -hmm. We're going to give you kind of a little bit of a flip side of that whole we can't find any employee story here in a little bit. But what a lot of the 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 brands with the brand that has a lot of the products that are not on the shelves, the things that people are looking for are Procter & Gamble. For whatever reason, Procter mm. & Gamble as a, as a business seemed to get hit harder by other organizations, brand names, um, things, that, things of that nature in, in the human, you know, what, do, what would you call them? Toiletries, yeah. just human yeah. needs, hygiene you know, products yeah. and things of that nature, which reminds me that it's just about time to bring out the old Procter & Gamble's logo is satanic rumor. What? Because it's been it's been years. Yeah. Well, you know, it's like have you never heard that? No, it's like there's six 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 in uh, Wendy's collar. Oh no, dude! You got you got when when she's talking here in a minute, and you basically ignore her anyway. Whenever she's talking, I've noticed it. I, I see <laughs> your body it. language. Right, you know, look up the Procter <laughs> the Procter and Gamble satanic logo. About every I'm, ten okay. to twelve years, it always gets propped back up, and everybody gets freaked out. So now's the perfect time to do it. Why you can't buy their stuff anyway? I'm actually kind of surprised I haven't heard that because I used to really uh, buy into some of that stuff. Have you heard about eco branding? Do you know what eco branding is? It's a new thing. No. They're thinking. Well, brand they're the trees. thinking. I, they're probably doing this already. But I read an article that they're talking about reducing the amount of ink in logos. Mm -hmm. McDonald's, for example, the mm -hmm. M would be hollow. You mm -hmm. know, no color in the middle. Sure. To reduce carbon footprint. Well, what about the trees they cut down? Exactly. <laughs> Still cutting down the same Maybe amount of trees. Maybe it helps a little. They have very little know. to say about it. I'll have you. That seems no, like the, uh, the Lorax the logos hasn't been saying much. Cool, though. It seems like nonsense. Now, before yeah. we get actually really, really going here. Of course, I have to check Brian Stone's mental acuity. This is an easy one, Brian. This is an easy one, all right? There's a, <laughs> okay. We're doing great so far. A peanut falls from a tree. It is at the, the, the top of a huge mound. The mound, I mean, the base of the tree Picture literally the is, is, is the exact circumference of the mound, which falls away in all directions equally. But when the peanut falls from the tree, the wind is blowing from the west at five miles an hour. So which way will the peanut roll? You lost me about five <laughs> words into that whole thing. There's a mound, there's does a peanut, it, there's a... On. Which way does peanut fall? To the left. Peanuts no. don't grow in trees. And <laughs> yeah, they grow under the ground. Yeah. But that's they, still they, they stupid. Yeah, so I, I, I just... That's all right. So I don't know where <laughs> peanuts are grown. Am <laughs> <laughs> I Jimmy Carter over here? I know. I know this. This is when the show officially starts. All right. The Chattanooga <laughs> Drive In Show, starring Jeff Styles, Jen Lambert, and Russell Stroud, and Brian Stone. And Russell, what's happening? Well, uh, we got the press release uh, late, uh, earlier this week, really. A timeline has been set for the revealing of Chattanooga's new police chief. Mayor Kelly says that a new chief will be selected by the end of February, uh, but there's still quite a bit of work to be done before then. Mayor Kelly quoted as saying, My team and I. We'll leverage your feedback to drive the final selection of Chattanooga's next police chief in February. That is why public engagement, he says, the public engagement portion of our police chief search process includes both an online survey and multiple public input sessions to ensure we hear from as many people as possible. You can take a brief but important survey and afterwards register for one of our virtual input sessions at cha.city slash chief search. That's I before E except after C. <laughs> cha.city slash chief search 
More details also revealed in a Monday shooting. The Chattanooga police say the person who was shot on Emma Kate Drive is a 58-year-old woman. It happened on Monday night. The victim suffering multiple injuries rushed to the hospital. Investigators say they do not now believe she was the intended target. She was in her yard when she heard those shots fired and realized that she had been hit. If you know who's responsible, call 698 698- 2525. Lastly, new jobs coming to Chattanooga. Steam Logistics expanding its operations downtown with a new set of offices in the historic John Ross building. They're also going to be expanding their existing offices on Broad Street. More than 400 jobs will be created in that expansion. And now, pulling our tin can string taut, it's on the hook with Dave Hooker. The Tennessee Alabama series has always been known as the series of streaks, but this is getting a little ridiculous. I'm Dave Hooker off the hook. Sports, Alabama has beaten Tennessee 14 straight times. That's a record. The last win for the Vols in 2007. Let's think about 2007. What a year. Brokeback Mountain, Borat, and Star Wars 3, Revenge of the Sith were the main topics of conversation in cinema. Beyonce posted her fourth number one single, and the one billionth song was downloaded on iTunes. Probably some more after that. Kobe Bryant scored 81 points. Tiger Woods won the British Open. Floyd Landis won the Tour de France before he was stripped of the title for failing the drug test. Things didn't go really well for Tiger either. That's what we're looking at. 14 years. It's been that long. Is it still a rivalry? You have to question it. Tennessee travels to Alabama to play the Crimson Tide on Saturday. Can they even keep it close? That remains to be seen, especially after the emotional bucket was emptied against Ole Miss in a loss last week. Alabama, on the other hand, lost to Texas A&M two weeks ago. They bounced back with a nice win against Mississippi State. Probably still makes college football playoff, depending on what happens against Georgia, likely, in the SEC championship game in Atlanta. But right now, the streak's gotten a little bit ridiculous. Tennessee, a 28-point underdog. I'm Dave Hooker, Off the Hook Sports. The Chattanooga Drive-In Show in general, and the upfront wrap-up in particular brought to you by the Tennessee American Water Company been providing quality water to the Chattanooga community since 1887. At the end of every pipe, they know there's a family counting on them to provide clean, safe, reliable water for their health and comfort each and every day. That's why at Tennessee American Water, they take pride in keeping your lives flowing right. Oh, you mentioned the Steve Bannon thing. Upfront wrap-up where we take the most important stories of the day, and we go ahead and shoot them at you early. I didn't and mention Steve Bannon on the air, Jim. You did. No. You did. No, we hadn't hit record yet. There's always an open mic somewhere. <laughs> uh, well, you did mention him. So there. I did, yeah. Steve Bannon. Uh, th- th- when are they going to figure this out? Nobody has any executive privilege except for President Joe Biden. All right, and the vice president, Kamala Harris. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Trump doesn't have executive privilege anymore. Steve Bannon. He definitely doesn't. Claiming to, to I don't have to go testify in front of Congress because of executive privilege. What executive? What executive is he of what? I can't even believe that he tried that. Um, the So the January 6th committee has hit him with, I mean, criminal contempt charges and the full house will vote today on those charges yeah it's gonna and be interesting he's not gonna be the only one he's just the you know 
the the Darth Vaderish, the most Darth Vaderish of the bunch, I guess. <laughs> He's at least um, the most uh, the most visible out of all the ones that were being called before Congress, aside from, of course, the president. Um, I mean, they, his, and there's evidence just out the wazoo yeah, that he, he was there no planning, he helping knew. plan January 6th. And his links to Trump, that's what they're trying to stop, are all those phone conversations and texts that were happening before and during the insurrection, the riot, and January 6th. And he, he, can't, he can't continue just to not show up. Dick Cheney did that. He was vice president. Steve Bannon ain't nothing. Right. His, I mean, we talked about yesterday the enforcement mechanism for making him show up. And based upon precedent, the only way to make that happen would be to have a deputy sergeant at arms go and grab him. Basically, they'd have to go and nab him and take him before Congress. The likelihood of that happening, I don't know, because it hasn't happened in 1920, since 1921. It could happen, sure. His best bet, if he, again, he's acting on the advice of his legal counsel, according to a statement from him, he, his best bet, if he really, really, really doesn't want to appear before Congress, would be to flee the country and go to Russia or China or Thailand, Cambodia, and someplace like that. And the irony is that Liz Cheney is going to take him down. What's the irony there? Dick Cheney. Oh, I got you. Never okay. mind. No, I guess I'm Cheney, sorry. Yeah. Cheney, I'm just yeah. slow. <laughs> well, I it's it, it remain it they're, 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 the vote will happen today. There's there's absolutely no doubt about it. He mm -hmm. will be having to, you know, once he hits the stand, that's the thing. They go through all this fighting. I don't want to show up. I don't want to show up. If they show up, they can always just say I take the fifth on everything. Yeah, that's what I don't understand. I, is I mean, why just not show, just, just show up and yeah. just do your do your fifth. You know, drink a fifth, bleed the fifth, <laughs> you and can do either come back on the fifth and, and be done with it. That's what, uh, remember the uh, IRS commissioner did that not too long ago. Yeah. under I think that was under President Obama, and that raised all, all sorts of hell. That's their legal right. I know that your Russell's flexing his muscles thing is about the Haitian situation, so I won't go too far into that. Okay. The big debate, international debate going on right now, I mean, the entire globe is involved in this. We've got, you know, two parents, five kids. All the kids are under 18 being held. They want $17 million, $17 million. And this is a cottage industry kidnapping like this in Mexico and in Central America. Mm -hmm. They assume every American has $10,000. Y'all yeah. are aware that I had a very, very good friend that was kidnapped in Niger no. in Africa. No. Have y'all never heard that no. story? No. He's one of my best high school friends, and he was a consultant for an oil company in Niger and was kidnapped and his body man, his personal handler and bodyguard, they killed as soon as they captured him. Oh, oh my shot goodness. Him, shot him on sight, basically determined who is who. They said, you are dead in custom oh and shot gosh. him about five times while he was sitting in the car and then dragged him out and blindfolded him, kept him for two or three weeks and his family came up with $10,000 and the company wow. basically just like the Somali pirates down there. It's a cost of doing business. They helped them do it. They paid the money, and he got out. And yeah, and said, so, you know, it will never go back. And he, it, he's a very calm guy. His name is Greg Ock, and he is supernaturally calm and laid back. Always has been the most chill of all my friends. And he just describes it in such a matter-of-fact terms. And you can tell he gets emotional from time to time. I mean, God, he's got to have bad PTSD. Absolutely. I, I read about hostage. that. Yeah. The name sounds really yeah. familiar. Well. Yeah, not many people have the name O-C-K. Yeah. It was Greg and his brother Mike. I will let you go from there on how those introductions often went. All right. Um, part of the upfront wrap-up, 
Sky Zoo here locally. Let's get local. Oh, uh, yeah. 3 a.m., right? Late night bar. I used to work at a late night bar called Faces on Brainerd Road. I remember it. You remember Faces? Yeah. Faces was the place where we would have a crowd up until about midnight. I'm the DJ, right? I'm, mm -hmm. I'm the DJ. I'm the, I'm the cool guy. All the girls love the DJ. I'm also doing morning radio. Oh, and so I was working this weird, like, quadruple split day. And um, about midnight, people would go away, and I'd be going, oh, God, we'll get to go home here in a little bit. Boom, 2.30. Here comes every employee of every other bar in town. Mm -hmm. Everybody who's been working who want, doesn't want to go home they're leaving and they're ready to drink and they and people would pour in and we never had a ton of trouble we did have an upstairs liquor cabinet that had one of those pull down attic doors mm -hmm. and so when the cops would go by we'd all run upstairs and just pull up the door you know <laughs> and i don't the sky zoo of course bar's empty again boys they're Let's too go busy shooting people yeah. out there to be able to come up with say. something clever like that I can't believe we're still talking about letting this place stay open. I mean, the last fatal shooting was in May, so they've had a couple of months. Well, they've been closed. <laughs> since Got them mighty. Weren't they declared a public nuisance last yes. year? Yes, they were. That's what I thought. I, I mean, seem to remember that. Is that, I mean, the, is that the old uh, Red Lobster building? Yes, yeah. Yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. Such a dump. It is I mean, a dump. this is where you burn it down and salt the earth when it's had this Just kind of record. Turn it into a car dealership like every other vacant building. Um, TVA oh, no cars. delaying required upgrades for the utilities that want to tap in. Remember uh, their cod lock on energy flow uh, throughout the southeast you know, was broken by the federal government, and yeah. these outside smaller utilities gained the right to be able to utilize their wires. They actually can produce their own power, buy their own power, using the TVA transmission lines. Mm -hmm. Problem is they won that, this is like any other court battle, you can win a million dollars and never see a penny of it. You've they, experienced they, that. They, they won on principle, but TVA is the only outfit that has the technology that can upgrade the lines to make it possible. So guess what they're not doing? <laughs> not upgrading the lines. Not op They're not upgrading the lines at all. And so now these utilities are coming after and saying, Jeez. we're gonna sue some more. Uh, Amazon says they're hiring, hiring, hiring. They're desperate, <laughs> yeah. desperate, desperate. Who wants, to, who wants to work at Amazon? I know three people in my life, good friends who have worked at Amazon. Every single one of them goes, I'm never working for Amazon all ever again. Four, right. All four of my sons worked there for about two and a half to three weeks. Yeah. Pickers, <laughs> packers didn't mm -hmm. make any difference. They're all young, stout, strong don't mind working hard they said that was the most difficult job on the body and the most brain numbing job and it's just monotonous they, and re repetitious just, just hated the same just stupid crap all day long it. didn't get to make friends mm -hmm. i mean you didn't really get to stop and oh, the talk turnaround to time is yeah. horrible and so, you know the, for the, what it's worth yeah from what i heard from my friends in fact my roommate now used to work for amazon he works for a different company now uh and he was telling me that it wasn't really the work because he was a picker and a stower, it wasn't really the work that was the problem for him. Because you can just put on a podcast and forget about it. You know, you listen to the Chattanooga Drive-In Show while you're doing your mind-numbing work. I thought they couldn't have that. 
Some places can. It depends on whether or not you're going to be in the path of forklifts or I not. I heard it's the culture, not the work. Exactly. The culture is the problem because, again, the turnaround time is so ridiculous. And the upper management, you've got like five new managers in a week. Mm -hmm. And those new managers don't know what the hell's going on. So they get fired because they don't know what the hell's going oh, on. They don't even have forklift drivers anymore. Everything's automated. And it yeah. would stop before it hits you. Right. Uh, very mm -hmm. quickly, though, check this out. Go to Business Insider Magazine. And uh, check out the story of I love BI. Joey Holtz. Joey Holtz, an employee, uh, a, a citizen down in the state of Florida, just decided to do his duty as an as an individual citizen journalist. And he said, "All right, so all these people are saying we're hiring, we're hiring, we're hiring everywhere. We help wanted. Nobody's no, we can't get anybody to come work. So he went out and took it upon himself. The entire month of September, he applied to two jobs a day." Wow. So he applied to over 60 jobs during the month of September. He became a machine. He got one callback for an interview. Uh -huh. Jeez. One callback for, for an interview. And the, and the guy They're is really highly hiring. qualified. So there's something up here. That's the thing that, you know, my parents used to do this to me when I was, before I was in radio. They'd say, why don't you just, you know, apply some places and you'll get a job? It doesn't work like that anymore. It's not as easy as walking in and saying, I'm willing to do my part and get a job. It's oh, and then calling to follow up on your application. Yeah. I'm calling to follow up. On, I, my dad and mom just screened him every day. Did you call to follow up? Yeah. yeah. That That's not a thing. It I wasn't really to, a thing then, and it it's certainly not then, a thing. Yeah, it's certainly not, not a thing now. I tried to get a job as a paid intern at Discovery Networks back when I was, and this is not a knock against Discovery Networks. They do good work, actually. But uh, it, no, it wasn't happening. <laughs> Okay, and uh, there was one. Oh, yeah, I got this one in my hand. Uh, I was very late. Sorry, you guys running this morning, and I didn't <laughs> get my actual morning papers in time to really look at them very hard. The only thing that I could peruse that was worthy of bringing up uh, that just wasn't super, super timely, um, district attorneys across the state and across the land refusing to prosecute and enforce some of the Republican-led laws that have been pushed through since the 2020 we got robbed, stolen election thing. Uh, and essentially just breaks down to exactly what it sounds like. You've got these GOP legislatures and the DAs are saying we're not going to enforce some of these dramatically draconian, stupidly partisan laws that are clearly there just to make a point. So there's a whole uh, AP article if you want to look that up. Yeah, some of the legislation regarding uh, elections uh, and voting makes sense, like requiring uh, to have a photo ID or some form of proof that you're a U.S. citizen or a resident of that state or district. I don't think any most Americans don't have a problem with that. It's the extra measures that are taken that are questionable. Well, and this is what they swore. We Everything is questionable. I'm gonna do some questioning here in a minute. Y'all better have some answers. That's what I know. It packs a wall up. 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 Everybody's got one, an opinion. And uh, this is going to be uh, quick and personal. Jen, I emailed you this morning a link to a questionnaire. I did not explain it. I just sent it to you. I said, please post this if at all possible. It was not a questionnaire. It was a video. A video, 16-minute video. 16-minute, which I watched all did you, of. Did you, all right, good, good. I was going to say it, it, it is a questionnaire in the fact that it's it's a young man 
who has made himself kind of a viral video star. He has autism, but he is extremely high functioning. Mm -hmm. All right, I would say that you would never know unless he told you or unless you spend an inordinate amount of time around him watching him, would you probably figure it out. So on the spectrum between Asperger's and autism, everybody ought to understand some kids Sure. are nonverbal, they, yeah, they sure. freak out with sounds, and other people are living their just normal lives, you would never know. You would literally never know. Um, and you know, and, and there's more and more people coming out of the closet saying, I have Asperger's. I'm going to tell you, I do. And that's why I brought this up. What this, you do? You yeah, have Asperger's yes, or yes. you have autism? I, I think I have Asperger's, <laughs> but here's the interesting part. Uh, my youngest uh, biological son, Lucas, who is just as bright and happy, he's the happiest person on the planet, mm -hmm. and highly capable, uh, very high functioning, but he also is on the spectrum. He has Asperger's, but there are you know doctors who have said he really is borderline autistic. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't mean that much. You mm -hmm. you do you develop coping mechanisms. Remember, well, he's a person. He's this is person. the guy that leaves with two hundred dollars in his pocket and goes to China and stays for six months. <laughs> All right, right, so he can figure it out. This dude is really good though at what he does, and he does a sixteen question or a sixteen part test yeah. about whether you yourself might be autistic right now out of the 16 and he just and it take and lived i think he did spends about one minute per per point so it's about, that, yeah. it's about 16 17 minutes it's, it's entertaining and out of the 16 how many do you think i i checked the boxes on five 15 14. Okay. Really? 14. I win. 14. Okay. 14. I mean, I clearly. The box on one and, of them. And, I un, and I understand this. I mean, it's also like those things you go out to some, you know, uh, the, the, the Bible camp somewhere and they got a thing. Are you an alcoholic? And they have the 10 questions. Mm -hmm. Do you often breathe through your nose when you're drinking? Uh, <laughs> do you drink to celebrate? Have you ever drunk more than one swallow at a time? You know, if you answer you know, more than one of these answers, you know, to questions, yes, you're an alcoholic. Well, fact is, if you're looking at it going, I wonder if I'm an alcoholic, you're probably an alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, if you have any question about so it. So I'm saying, but I'm saying, but this one, yeah, it's kind of generic and vague, <laughs> but I'm telling you, 14 <laughs> of the 16, I peg. Well, I do drink myself to sleep every night. Whole point <laughs> being, that just makes me feel even more special. Well, if it turned out, if the, if it turned out, and somebody came up and they said, you know, just like when they diagnosed me with PTSD, I was surprised. Shouldn't have been, but I was because what you see inside your own head is normal, right? Mm -hmm. Here's my big question: Does anybody, the four people in this room, can you name one person, one person that you actually could point out and say that is a normal human being? That is a normal human being. No. That is a normal person. <laughs> I think the answer to that has to be no. It's no. I'm but I don't know what normal is. Exactly. Myself. No, you know that's not right. <laughs> I'm the only normal one here. The rest no, of I mean, are crazy. I mean, I, I mean, say, what is no, normal? No, seriously though, you're what, right. What is, is it? It's Ned Flanders? Is it? Is it Ted Lasso? <laughs> I mean, that's not normal. People aren't normally normal. that sweet and empathetic. Who is normal? I'll tell Nobody. You what, there is no normal. There, Why do we strive for it? There are normal, what can be considered normal behaviors based on statistics, like people are going to grab the upper right-hand corner of the door handle at the speedway on, uh, on Ringgold Road and East Ridge, because that's where all the wear is. That's normal, right? Like quantitatively, uh, based upon statistics, that's what a normal is. Now, in terms of 
behavior on an emotional level or behavior on a uh, more micro individual level, you can't really determine what normal is. This is the whole, I am serious about this. I'm not making some kind of joke or funny, you know, thing or or, uh, trying to make a, a greater point. It makes me feel even better that had I had this challenge that was known when I was four or five and they had started working with me on it, mm-hmm. I don't know who I would be. I didn't know. So whatever it was I did to come up with coping mechanisms, I did. And I essentially got over on a mental illness to a large degree. A couple of the things and I highly recommend you to take the test. A couple of them are, are you, do you always want to be the first one to answer the question? <laughs> All right. I, I pegged that one right. Not that one out of, out of the ball. Uh, uh, the fiddling. Fiddling with yeah, something in your hand. Look, look at all this. I was doing I was doing this. This is from yesterday's notes. And so mm-hmm. they're not bothering anybody, but I'm just sitting here and doodling, doodling, doodling. Yeah. And Rebecca goes, what are you drawing? I said, I'm not drawing anything. I'm just making these words I go away. Well, why Why do they need to go away? I said, because I they're light, bothering me. I have me. a light aversion, you know? too. I can't stand fluorescent lights. Well, anyway. I'm an ambient light person, and that's another sign. Everybody's got one brought to you by Chattanooga Safety Products on Highway 58 next to the Hungry House. All your industrial safety footwear and PPE needs. Safety begins at your feet at Chattanooga Safety Products. And the duh moment, the duh moment of the day, I'm probably going to catch some flack over this one, brought to you by an anonymous donor. Have you caught flack for anything so far? Yes. Oh, actually, yeah. I haven't heard a darn thing from anybody. Oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> you have not been privy at a few of our meetings. Oh, dear. We've kept you out of that. We know how sensitive you are chosen to invest the Chattanooga Drive-In Show, this anonymous donor did, chosen to invest in it, but he gave his actual advertising time that he bought, he purchased over to local organizations. Girls Rock, A Step Ahead, Habitat for Humanity, and again, we are going to start getting some of these folks in here next week. Alright, well, we're, we're rounding out our, we're two and a half weeks in, rounding out our third week. We figured the, the learning curve is a month. We're way ahead of that. We are. Oh, yeah. We are way ahead of the learning curve that we planned. We got it down. And one of the things was, you know, let's be careful with interviews in the beginning. I can tell you right now, we've got an interview tomorrow, and we've got an interview on Monday, Monday that yeah. you're going to absolutely love. And it is one of the best ghost stories ever told. Oh, I wish I could be here for it. It is a classic. Y'all know some of my ghost stories, and this one is, is it, it, it tops them all, mainly because so many people experienced it, mm-hmm. all right? Hmm. Before I get into the dumb moment, just want to remind you, you're listening to the Chattanooga Drive-In Show here at the Lodge Cast Iron Studio. We are the Tri-State Region's Drive-In Theater of the Mind, and the folks you have here, of course, You've got Brian Stone, you've got Russell Stroud, you've got Jen Lambert, you've got Jeff Stiles with a Y, Taft Sibley, Jeff Greenspan, Dave Hooker, all down with us as well. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Radiocast, Stitcher, YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, CastBox, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, everywhere you go to get a quality podcast Monday through Friday starting at 5 a.m. And we will talk more about membership and its privileges here in a little bit. As a matter of fact, I brought in some stuff that we might be giving away. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, I mean, it's just, this is, I've been having fun going through this stuff. <laughs> I, uh, City Councilwoman Demetrius Coonrod yes. is campaigning to lower the salary 
of city court judges. Have y'all seen this? I have seen that. I have not. She, and this, this is the, the, the Doug comes in here in a second. She pointed out that the city court judges, and some of you may remember, many a many a men around, but very few remember when this went down, when Judge Walter Williams refused to obey the county commission and some of the people that were above him in the judiciary on some minor factors going on inside his courtroom. He was running his courtroom the way he wanted to run it. it and it had to do with a maximum sentence of $50, and he would very frequently fine people $200. And uh, people just didn't, they didn't like Judge Williams. They didn't like the fact that he talked to the young African-American men the way he did, trying to be more stern with them. He used to paddle them made national news when that he happened paddled them? yeah yeah, yeah. He, he gave them he gave them the decision do you go want to go to jail for three days uh, okay. or do you want to go story. back and get it yeah, get yeah. a paddling mm-hmm. and and made national news well so worked. they lashed out uh, the people that didn't like him and they just they kind of like they did with margie uh, taylor green they just stripped the city courts of a lot of their time a lot of the assignments that they would get a lot of their court docket and turned it over to General Sessions Court. Now, their their pay was essentially tied together. General Sessions Court and City Court was supposed to have the same size jurisdiction, but it hadn't been that way in a long time. So here comes Demetrius Coonrod, who says, man, we're paying these judges $180,000 a year, and they're not doing anywhere near the work that that salary was designed for. Why don't we cut it by half? Why don't we cut it to $90,000 a year? So a 50% pay cut. And that's above the median pay within the within the city. Yeah, so, so but here's the duh part is that this happened immediately after the city council started looking into doing some comparative adjustment salary studies, mm-hmm. looking at what other city councils were and their people were making oh, in see. other similar sized cities, <laughs> and they were getting their numbers together, and those numbers kind of added up to a certain number mm-hmm. that equals what? X. X marks the spot. Yeah. The so amount of money the, the <laughs> amount of money that they would save by making a fifty percent salary cut mm-hmm. did they and not would actually adjust their salary to get them back yes. to where they want to be. Now did they not just eliminate a a circuit of the city court? I do not remember that. I'm pretty sure they they just did within the last couple I'm just of weeks. Saying, don't <laughs> give it a week. <laughs> give it a week or two. Don't just say, hey, wait, we need $75,000. I move, we find $75,000 somewhere in some poor schmo's salary. Uh, it just doesn't work that way. And that is everyone's got one and your dumb moment today. What are you doing? And this is going to be interesting because I don't have much. Actually, next to nothing. Um, kind of went slack on the what are you doing thing because I'm going to, to see my family this weekend. And I'm going to Pittsburgh. I know you're going to be gone, but had I do I, have something though. Had I not been going <laughs> to see my family, I know what I would have been doing would have been the uh, chatter chat. Yeah, I, I wish that I were here to do this actually because I love this sort of thing. Not necessarily to participate, but to watch, and it's just beautiful there. Anyway, the chatter jack 
31st, actually, uh, happening October the, th- the 23rd of this year, uh, 31 miles through the Tennessee River Gorge. Uh, it's a paddleboard and, and kayak race. They say, unlike any other, it's one that celebrates the effort to paddle, uh, the effort a paddle athlete makes in the pursuit of distance uh, endurance. Fueled with passion on the water, these individuals love to dig, testing their personal traits, personal limits, I'm sorry, while completing this unique gorge course. Now, the bad news is it's actually sold out, but you can join a waiting list so that maybe you can nab yourself a ticket if somebody else uh, drops out. And it's sponsored by a whole bunch of different local companies. The river banks are open on both sides I was of the say, river there's nothing all to stop the way downstream. <laughs> nothing is stopping you from yeah, pulling up a rock yeah. you know, or getting in a boat or doing whatever you're going to do. But don't get in front of the paddlers. When they start off, when they start off, of course, they're just like a NASCAR race. They're all together, jammed in, slammed in, and they are whirling and, and swirling and doing the best they can and whipping those paddles around. And there's usually a lot of wrecks and carnage and swimming. And after that, they get spaced out. And it's just literally, it's, 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 it's zen. It's hypnotic watching. Mm-hmm. They, they achieve such speed with such a smooth stroke, and they just become an automaton. And that's a lot of river miles. River miles stretch out now. Yeah. They really do. So it's fun to watch. It is fun to watch. This Friday. Invented I'm, by Ben Freeberger. This friend Friday, I'm going to see Dune at the IMAX. Hey. I'm yeah. so excited. Cool. You're, you're you can get see your tickets. Any of us. No spoilers. You can get your tickets if you go to the IMAX website. There's something wrong about you seeing Dune before any of us. Also, yeah. this <laughs> Saturday, this Saturday, the Chickamauga Dam cleanup is happening. Uh, from 12 to 3, you can register. Just go to the website. Um, bring your own water bottle, and you get a couple slices of pizza afterwards. What do you do with the from water bottle? Pizzeria Cortile. Well, they don't toss it in the river. Tr- leave no trace behind. By the way, <laughs> I was going to bring my I'm car battery like, as well. So. <laughs> you do work with idiots. <laughs> um, before I get to the last thing I'm going to do on this category, this little subdivision here, what are you doing? I want to tell you that it's brought to you by People's Home Equity. (laughs) Don't start your search for a new home until you're pre-approved, and that move saves you time, money, stress, and worry. Also, (laughs) you need a guide in today's market. You make a mistake, costs you a lot of money. So talk to Bruce Dodd and Trevor Glass. Get them on your side, 591-9801-chatmortgage.com. That's two Ts. And what I was going to say is— I'm sorry. I'm just picturing someone pulling up to the dam— and like rummaging around their car and then tossing this bottle into the river. <laughs> That's mine, guys. Thanks. <laughs> oh, I later. have one more. Shaky get, yeah, Knees please. is happening this weekend. Oh, is it? It is. What is? Wow. Shaky Knees. Shaky Knees. Okay. That's interesting. Amazing but, lineup too. Well, because you're too late if you want to go. Another entire festival turned out to be nothing. It was a Filipino music and lifestyle festival that people bought fifteen hundred dollar tickets to, down to one hundred and fifty dollars three-day festival celebrating for Filipino lifestyle and all these thousands of people showed up at a at a big parking lot and nothing was in it so what was the one that went so south that everybody complained about for so long the one that just didn't happen oh fire uh, it's happened again yeah what was it the one on the island yeah yeah fire festival fire fest this is fire (laughs) festival too People don't know where that where their money went or how to get it back but go ahead shake your knees I've never been this weekend, Foo Fighters headlining Friday, Run the Jewels headlining Saturday, and The Strokes headlining Sunday. Oh, The Strokes, really? You know, yeah. Jack White, he played. I got to see Shut up. Him. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, I got to see them with the and Tours, one of the best shows ever. That was one of the best mm-hmm. shows ever. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody who missed that show is crazy. I went with Mike and Jeff and Jason. That was one of the best shows I'd ever <laughs> seen in my life. 
All right. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Totally wasted on me, though. Here comes the pimp. Oh, wow. Pimp Jen and her corner with yays, hoorays, and booze to use. You've got what you've got, and I'm going to pull out the ultimate boo. I don't normally jump in you on this. You want to go first? No, no, okay. no, I do not. Uh, father um, is suing the city for a playground injury that yes. his son... I'm so glad you went there. Yep, I have that, that too. That his son um, endured. Apparently, he fell. Yeah, it was a St. Elmo playground. Right, and... Yeah. That's where I used to take my girls when they were really little. My mom took we, me there a couple times. We would go times, there yeah. almost every weekend. Yeah, he says, well, I'm sorry. We love ahead. that park. Yeah. Anyway, um, I, I don't know too many of the details, but apparently the I son, do. I know. His son fell, has a, a comp, you know, tons of fractures Yeah, a in compound his arm, fracture, yeah. And um, he, uh, so he there says, were no signs saying that, you know, this is a dangerous area. Well, the, he says the city, is, the city is responsible because they did not bring their padding material. Yeah, no padding. The stuff on the ground That's up right. to spec, according to stipulations that are normally set by regulators. And he says that the city ignored uh, recommendations of safety inspectors who had just inspected it a couple of, uh, I think, weeks prior and even after. Okay, if that, if that is the case, uh, I will light my, my assessment of this guy. It's a playground. This the is why we can't have nice things. was playing <laughs> on the playground, and they talk about how he fell off of a half-submerged tire. Yes. No, the tire was buried in the dirt. You've seen playgrounds. You know how they do it, mm-hmm. and they bury these tires in the dirt so they have these things they jump on. Yeah, you jump you on You jump them. on them. Right. Sometimes you trip. Sometimes you jump off of them. Yeah. And he basically fell. He's just a kid, mm-hmm. and, he, and, he, and, he, and he had a couple of fractures. My, my oldest boy, Eli, w- was pretending he was Spider-Man on the top of the big tall slide and jumped out and scared a girl, and she punched him in the face, and he fell off oh and broke gosh. his arm. <laughs> And uh, he had to live with that for the rest of his life. A, a girl punched him in the face. B, had the, but then he had the broken arm, so he got all the sympathy, right? One time, you know the. But I mean, no, I mean, he, he fell. He, he fell. I mean, fourteen, fifteen feet. How much did you get when you sued the city for that, <laughs> Jeff? Nothing. Nobody sued the city. They were so worried, and I was going, "He's a kid. He fell. It'll be okay. Where's that guy? I'm gonna smack her now." But uh, but no, I mean, so they don't have the right amount of. What do they call it? Uh, padding material. Padding material. What's the matter with dirt? It used to be dirt What's and mulch. What's the matter with grass? Yeah. What's the to, matter with dirt and grass? To, you've not been to playgrounds where they Maybe, have the uh, kind of it's Yeah, kind of and bouncy. I think it's stupid. Yeah. It's, it's squishy, it's kind squishy, of yeah. rubbery kind of stuff. If they're yeah, going to they be practicing Nimone, you know, what a Simone Biles style <laughs> gymnastics, I can see doing that. Give them some dirt. This is St. Elmo. Jeff. Give them some the, dirt. This I think is the, the family has a thing. Here. I, think I, think, that I'm, I think it's okay that they're doing whatever I, they're doing. I, for once, I agree with Jen 100%. I think that uh, St. Elmo is a, is a muckety-muck, richy-rich town. If they can't be at their, uh, their sh- together and put some padding down <laughs> on the daggum ground so kids don't break their arm, that's on them. The kids need any padding. Let's, just put, let's put them all in a big zorb. But every kid in a zoo. <laughs> well, they love that. <laughs> you know, kids love that. Bounce them around town. All right, here's a boo. Um, apparently, a woman was raped on a train in Philadelphia. That was the one I was going with. Yeah, Thank and you. the bystanders Major didn't do anything. Major boo. No, I, did, not only did they not do anything, they filmed it. They filmed it. it. Yeah, it's bystander syndrome. I read about this. This is the Kitty this Genovese story. Disgusting. Yeah. All behavior. over again. And uh, it's in Pennsylvania this time instead of New York. And it's a rape instead of a murder. Mm-hmm. But these people literally stood by 
did nothing to help her. She was injured during the attack. Right. Some of them actually took video and pictures and shared it. Now, every single one of those people on that train should be put in jail and hit with the absolute hardest, most stringent charges we could come up with. Well, in the car. Failure anyway. to render aid. Right. No, I, I actually, again. The car, what did I say? Train. Yeah. I actually, train car. again, agree. I, I think that uh, not helping someone when he very easily could. I mean, this woman sexually assaulted in plain view of multiple people. Exactly. It's fighting back. You can't say that there was nobody on that train that couldn't yeah. have an old lady could use her train I mean to get on. up and yeah. you know get yeah. him off of her. Any, anybody was, going up with just a, you know a key in between their fingers yeah, just anything. raking the guy's face anything. would get him off of her yeah. and then maybe somebody would grow a pair you know and put the guy in a headlock and everybody just pile onto him until they got to the next stop I mean how 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 can they live with themselves How can you film yeah. something like that going on and not do anything about it I just don't understand yeah. that Put them in jail put them in jail Beautiful It's horrible I can uh, that was the one I was going to go with All right my last is a yay Ozark is coming back for the fourth and final season. Hey, all right. Coming in January to uh, Netflix. I'm almost caught up on Does Ozark. every single person watch that show? I oh think every God. single person watches so that good. show. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I watched the first I just, two series and, and I stopped. Oh, this is Not because the I didn't like it, just I got the third watching is good. two things. The anyway, ageless Jason Bateman is fantastic. He is fantastic. But he's fantastic in everything he does. I know. Yeah. And he looks like anyway, he's 25 I, his whole life. I watched the, um, the preview. And uh, on YouTube, and it looks really good. Well, no spoilers. Sales Mike got me to watch that a uh, couple months ago, and mm-hmm. I just I'm sort of still into we it. We are still Sales Mike, by the way. We're oh, okay. two yeah. we're two episodes away from finishing um, Lisey's story. And I'm telling you, it is crazy, bizarre, and intense. And Clive Owen oh, has great. a role of a lifetime, very unlike any role he's ever played before. Oh. Julianne Moore is brilliant as always, right. and everybody else that's involved in it. Jennifer Jason Lee. Wow. And the the real tour de force though is um, um, Paul Newman's wife, Joan Joan Allen. Oh, Joan right. Allen, who okay. uh, she she is the powerhouse. Mm-hmm. She was the one remember that played the the pent up frustrated mom, and the the um, the movie where it was black and white. Until people started turning into color when they started having sex. Oh, what was that? What was that movie called? What was that Had movie? Tobey Maguire. Yeah, and they got and they oh. they got trans- oh, Pleasantville. 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 Thank you. Good and movie. She was the one when she <laughs> self pleasured herself. The entire black and white tree in the front yard exploded <laughs> into flame because right. she'd been holding back for her whole life. Yes. Pimp's Corner, made possible by the kindness, concern, and community commitment of the local and regional professionals. Okay. A guardian investment advisors. Gary Thurman handles all the money my wife and I have invested. I trust them completely, 100%. 710-9199. This is the part of the show where we also remind everybody about the other podcasts in town. The Day Fire podcast, most about outdoor adventure with Dawson Wheeler during the break with our friend Clint Powell. People of Chattanooga, Stone on Air with Brian. Normally does it on Wednesdays. Uh, the what podcast, the 9 what podcast and all the rest of them that are out there support these podcasts do the same thing you do for us hopefully you know make a little donation from time to time we make it easy with venmo patreon the kickstarter campaign still going 
and we'll again before the end of the show come back to the Kickstarter campaign here in just a second. And Russell, the love muscle, getting ready to leave for a couple of days. Very disappointing. Sorry. RC2, I warned you before we got into this. RC2 Realty Solutions. Add the dot com and you've got all you need to deal with that distressed property you've been saddled with. Robin, with a Y, Robin Ring, will help you sell, renovate, or maybe you want to buy or invest. Talk to Robin at RC2 Realty Solutions. Dot com rc2 realty solutions dot com all right thank you jeff so we talked yesterday about the uh fbi potentially sending hrt hostage rescue team to haiti to rescue those uh haitian um, or sorry those american and canadian missionaries who have been kidnapped with now 17 million dollar bounty being pushed which i doubt is going to be paid um so New information has come out about that. The American government, according to the New York Times, they just published this, uh, American government has a team on the ground now in Haiti working with the American embassy and the local authorities to recover that group of kidnapped missionaries and their children. White House and law enforcement officials uh, confirmed it Monday. The president has been briefed and is receiving regular updates on what the State Department and the FBI are doing to bring these individuals home safely, says Jen Psaki. She says, we can confirm their engagement, and uh, U.S. Embassy in Port-au-Prince is coordinating with local authorities and providing assistance to the families to resolve that situation. Uh, the kidnapped individuals, 16 Americans, one Canadian, uh, they're working with an Ohio-based uh, Christian aid Ministries, like Jeff said, many of them are underage, and some are the parents of those uh, underage uh, children. Going based on precedence, going back to a kidnapping that occurred with Somali pirates who held an American who had diabetes, that plays into it uh, at the time for for ransom. Uh, the uh, United States sent a FBI hostage rescue team operator, and in case you are familiar with the FBI HRT that may ring a bell. They're the organization that carried out uh, the, the siege on Ruby Ridge. They worked at a prison riot embedded with Delta in Texas. They worked on Waco. I know those are controversial names, but they were undoubtedly and undeniably effective in those operations. Um, that would be the agency that's going to primarily spearhead this operation, again, embedded probably with Delta or even uh, Navy SEALs, maybe U.S. Army Rangers. Maybe this is on foreign soil, so they can really use whatever military assets they want. This is not an internal operation, so they can use uh, CIA paramilitary forces if they want to. They can do whatever they want. So it's all very up in the air at this stage, but um, I would be very surprised if that $17 million ransom were paid, and I'd be very surprised if the kidnappers made it out of this one alive. I so hope you're right. So hope you're right on that one. A couple of decimated groups of kidnappers and, and a group, a couple of freed captives will go a long way in getting them to change their mind on that whole business. Yeah. All right, mountains looking at each other. Stories that are either historically accurate stories from around this neck of the woods or just from my own little pumpkin head, my own life, and <laughs> I'm going to just do uh, an odd, quick little one. I told you it was going to be quick today. There is, in the Wall Street Journal, a big article, and the most recent one, about the town of uh, Nordelta, Argentina. 
Norderta. What do you know much about Argentina? What do you know about Argentina? I know a little bit about Argentina, but not a whole lot. Do you know what the largest rodent in Argentina is, which would make you think it'd be one of the largest rodents in all the surrounding countries? The Nutria? In South America. Very, very, very close. They're called the uh, capybara. Oh, the capybara. Capybara. Okay. And they're very much like a Nutria. They're actually bigger. Yeah, I'm they're the, they're, they're the size of, of, of St. Bernard's. Yeah, they're big. These are rats. They love I, water, I'm too. I'm serious. <clears throat> they're they're, they're water-loving swamp rats yeah. that are the size of St. Bernard's. They're cute. They're very and cute. they are rodents. And they have completely overrun the poor town of North Delta, Argentina, which happens to be, if you know anything at all about South America, Central America, South America in particular, you talk about a gap between the richest of the richest and the poorest of the poor. The richest of the rich is 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 point oh 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 one percent, and the poorest of the poor is ninety nine percent, and the middle class is that little bitty tiny percentile in the middle. So. When you have a nice gate-guarded community and a nice gate-guarded town like this one, it's just beautifully ironic that they would be overrun by rats the size of St. Bernard's. And, <laughs> At least they're cute. And, and, and the only story part is this, and I have told this one, and I'm going to cheat. I'm not going to tell you the whole story because it would be too long, but I'm going to invite you, please, please, Go to fredpodcast.com or jeffstylesamerica.com, two of the launching places for this podcast, but mm -hmm. also where I have over 200 podcasts, music, rockeology, stories, Storyville, that have been archived over the last two and a half years. Look for the one called The Rat Wars. Mm, yeah, that's a good one. The the one called the Rat Wars, and it is one of my better stories. Completely <laughs> true, completely validated by my two roommates who lived in the haunted house with me at the time. Need more manor. We called it that because we needed more of everything. <laughs> and we had a huge storm, and this big oak tree right behind the back patio. You know, not a deck, not a stoop. A porch. We had porches on this house. It was an old country house. And it got struck by lightning during this horrible storm one day. And it was full of field rats. I mean, the root system must have been a thriving neighborhood for field rats. So we're not talking about fuzzy little brown mice, like the Dormouse in mm -hmm. Alice in Wonderland. Mm -hmm. You know, we're talking about huge big things the size of squirrels with naked tails and sharp teeth and red eyes and they invaded our house and we used every kind of weapon available we got a cat named cube who was a barn cat everybody <laughs> called him cube because he had this huge square head he never got fed Nobody ever fed him, and he stayed fat by living on the rats in this wow. barn. And so we borrowed him, put him in the kitchen, shut the doors, opened up all the cabinets, and it was a god-awful racket all night long. It was just a fighting and a whirling and caterwauling all over the place. Never saw Cube again. Never saw Cube again. The rats never ate saw Cube. never saw Cube, never saw a skeleton. Oh did, no. Did see some big green, you know, bloated flies a little bit later on. Oh, poor old Cube. But, Jeez. I mean, we had shurikens, we had battle axes, <laughs> nothing beats a pellet gun. It's true. A single-shot pellet gun, 
pump it up, lay up, lay some bread or some bait down in the middle of the floor and just be patient and you'll stack them up like, you know, you know, wood, you know, like you like, like you're going to be, you know, a big cord wood. Uh, there at your 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 cast iron stove. It's like Gran Torino. That so scene. if you're fighting these things, pellet rifles the way to go. That's all I got today for mountains looking at each other. Thank you very much. I used to stack them like sandbags back in Korea. I mean, see, I came home one day. I mean, we we one of my buddies worked at a machine shop. We made these ninja Death Stars with the size of dinner plates. <laughs> and we would whip them at these rats. They were everywhere. Jeez. Every time we turned on a light, the rat would run. We'd have sticks we'd beat them with. And we'd stick those things up in the drywall. I came home one night, and my buddy the barbarian was just laid up on a bunch of pillows. And he had a flashlight aimed down in the middle of the floor of the kitchen. It's about 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm going... Oh, what fresh hell have I walked into now? And he goes, shh, shh. I'm going, who's talking to me? Shh. And I look, and there he is, and he's got up his pellet rifle up to his eye. He goes, I've already got four. <laughs> All right. I'm going to pull out an obscure reference. Are you ready? Yes. My dad used to bring home uh, CDs and tapes of old-time radio. Old-time radio, where they would tell yeah. stories. Yeah. So th- this plays into your story, Jeff. There was this one called Three Skeleton Key, and it was narrated by Orson Welles. One of the best, most horrifying stories you will ever hear. Yay. It's, you can find it online very easily. It's amazing. So they're lighthouse keepers, and this derelict ship full of giant rats crashes onto the shore of their lighthouse island and gradually makes its way up the lighthouse as the horrified lighthouse attendants have to uh, bar themselves into the top of the lighthouse with the light turning because they can't turn it off. It's mm-hmm. a lighthouse. Yeah. Orson Welles, Three Skeleton Key from the radio program Escape. Look it up. Oh, man, it's perfect for Halloween. I'm reading it today. It's also, great. Also, I just posted Rat Wars to our Oh, really? Page. You found it and posted it that of quick? Of course. Dang, Jen. That's a good one, man. That's what I do. That's a good one right there. All right. Uh, it is regional roundup and shotgun shoutouts. Regional roundup and shotgun shoutouts. Uh, one of the regional roundup things we were going to talk about, of course, was uh, the Chatted Jack races. Okay. Um, we got Athens, too. Yeah. Go ahead. Anything else you got fired up? Yeah. So, uh, real quick, the city manager of Athens, Tennessee, was suspended without pay for two weeks after a special city council session was held investigating allegations by the recently fired police chief, fired by that city manager. Uh, regarding missing equipment, the vote was 4-1 to one to suspend city manager C. Seth Sumner. Police chief Cliff Couch claimed that his department's Google Nest security cameras mysteriously disappeared and then later reappeared. Sumner reportedly then admitted to taking the cameras for just one day to decide if, a, if that model would make a good gift for his wife for Christmas. After Couch raised concerns, he was fired. Now, Sumner denies the firing of former Chief Couch was retaliatory, but did not give a reason for the firing. And following all of this, uh, Mr. C. Seth Sumner has been suspended for two weeks without pay. All right. Jen, do you have anything in particular? Mm-mm. I, I do, do not today. i uh, got a couple from, uh, let's see, the town of Signal Mountain. Let me hit this one and stretch it out. This is way too tiny for my eyes. Let's see. Um, Leaf season is upon us. The town will begin the first round of leaf pickup approximately the first week of November. Kind of oh. late. Don't forget burn um, bans are in effect. You got area one, area two. They got all the areas of, you know marked out up there, so know your area. And, yeah, basically they say be aware. Brush will be picked up. 
on a limited basis during the season. Keep it in mind, do not burn. Please, God, mm-hmm. do not burn leaves on days where we're telling you not to burn leaves. You have to get a burn um, permit now. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, it only takes one bad twist of the wind, mm-hmm. and the next thing you know, you've got a pine tree that's made out of lightered, you know, it's been sitting there just doing nothing except juicing up for, yeah. you know, three decades, and it goes up like a Roman candle, and your whole neighborhood's on fire. Um, CrossFit Signal Mountain is hosting a Thai event that's ties in food or, or culture oh, cool. to raise money yeah. for a mountain education fund. I'm, trunk or treat. It's yeah. a trunk or treat thing. Hmm. Trunk so or treat. How about that with a tie? Um, and don't forget That's if you a tie tie. And don't forget uh, to turn off your porch lights October 31st or else you'll be haunted by little children. And here is just a couple of uh, really, really maybe just one, maybe two letters. Uh, we do the shotgun shout outs, letters from the editors and stuff like that. Uh, Bud Conway of Whitwell, Tennessee, says he's writing directly to Joe Biden. President Joe, I'm 83 years young, living on a fixed income along with my wife. We're in the poverty level of income, according to the federal government. We, along with millions of Americans, are having a hard time finding money to buy gasoline to fill our car and truck. Now, I know you put a halt to the new pipeline soon after you became president. That was your first big boo-boo. Then you went to OPEC to increase oil production, which it rejected. Now we Americans are paying a seven-year high for gasoline. We cannot afford an EV. Then you made a bad decision in Kabul and closing the air base and getting the troops out. You left Americans behind. You put your trust in the Taliban, left billions of dollars of equipment and equipment for our enemy. Bad, bad, bad. The American economy is hurting. It's costing more to feed the country. I think you and your cohorts, Kamala, Jen, Nancy, and Chuck, all should resign before you ruin this once great nation. All right. That's one opinion. Remember, reminds me when, of Jimmy Carter. When you hear opinions here on this station, ours or somebody else's, if you disagree, you can't get in touch with Jen, and your comment will be read on the air and given equal time. And here's one more from Ronald Williams. Um, this reader has a few ideas for the city. This whole statue business, you know, Confederate General A.P. Stewart, maybe just relocate him down to the Chickamauga Battlefield Visitor Center since he was responsible for creating the park. Maybe that one would make sense. Okay. Statue number two, the John Ross statue at the courthouse could be relocated to Ross's Landing, which he owned which was the town before Chattanooga was Chattanooga. Yeah. The county courthouse should have no statues and memorials. The Ed Johnson Memorial is not edifying to his memory. It's location right across from where people eat ice cream. Better location, Bessie Smith Culture Center. Tyner and Brainerd, both high schools, are badly deteriorating and dropping enrollment. Why not combine the two in a new, larger, up-to-date building? I'll That's stop a nice right idea. there. It I, is a good idea yeah. because the schools always fight that. They do. Do you, do you remember uh, when they wanted to build Howard High School, a brand new yeah, high school, and all of the alumni got together and said, no, we want the old school to survive, and it costs more money to renovate mm-hmm. the old school than it would have to build them a brand new school? Sometimes yeah. they just they have problems with asbestos and all that stand kind of on memory. And uh, there you go. And that's just a, a couple of things brought to you by the sports barn with its three locations in our town. It's 
been getting and keeping people in shape, healthier and happier since 1979. They got it all. They've got, of course, the kind of weights you used to work out with, the kind that you ought to be working out with. Now they got personal trainers. They got the steam and the sauna and all the good stuff, plenty of space. Just anything that is happening in the world of health and fitness, the sports bar is going to be on top of it. And the top of the pops, let me just tell you, if you guys have it, jump in because I've only got one thing I need to say. Man, so I'm on the last episode of season one of uh, For All Mankind, and it has gotten so good. I'm not going to spoil anything, but there's a moment watching it where I, even I, gasped. I went, oh, so good. What's it called again? For All Mankind. It's What's on, it playing on? Well, it's on Apple TV, but I, I found another way to watch it. Um, but, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Found another way to watch it. Uh, it's on Apple TV, though, and it's about an alternate timeline where the Soviets beat Americans to the moon and then the subsequent space race. Uh, okay, minor non-spoiler. As an example, instead of, uh, we just talked about Jimmy Carter, instead of Jimmy Carter, we get Ted Kennedy as president. It's very interesting the way the timeline plays out, and there's uh, we're up to over twenty now Apollo missions. Uh, mm-hmm. There's work on a moon colony. It's all really good, really realistic. And if you haven't seen it yet, it's oh, did so you good. hear about the the movie makers, the videographers who came down? They were up on the space station. the Russian ones, yeah. Station, yeah, yeah, and they just came back down. They were up there, I think, for two weeks filming for a movie with Tom Cruise. Yeah, with Tom. Cruise. Is it Tom? Oh, okay, no. that's what it was. All right. All right. <laughs> do you, Do you have anything? Nope. All right. Here's my question for you then. Uh, top of the pops. The thing that's at the top of my mind right now is just this show. Yes. This podcast. This show. Uh, that is now two and a half weeks old. Yeah, man. It has hit the ground running. We have made leaps and bounds, tremendous progress along lines that I didn't even know we were going to have to progress along. Uh, we've all been getting this rushed, massive education learning curve and how to do things. Uh, Brian has basically perfected the, you know, a technology over there. We'll be able to do more equipment, be able to do more interviews uh, very, very shortly. We'll be able to take phone calls during the show at some point. We're going to get that phone line that you can leave your voicemails on and we can play back. And here's a new thing. And I'm very serious about this. The biggest problem we've had has been with the YouTube as a channel, and we have our own YouTube channel just sitting there and waiting on it. It's an issue with Facebook, but too. It, and it's but it's the use of music. So we've been trying to to figure out. I, I love music. We all love music. Yes. Mm-hmm. To be a morning radio show and this whole thing, we want to replace your traditional morning radio show. And I feel like a little music could go a long way, but I'm being stymied in that. So we've come to this conclusion. Our Facebook page, we can take any video that we find out there in YouTube land and link it to our Facebook page because there's no monetizing of that going on. Right. We would post it. And so we can actually build. I'm talking about we, the people in this room, and all of you people out there listening to my voice, we can build the world's most excellent jukebox. I mean, you can send it in. We'll put the link on there. Try to find songs that are out of the ordinary. Nobody wants to hear, you know, Life in the Fast Lane one more time. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear 38 Special one more time. Uh. 
or you know digging up bones one more time find unique songs or, or different songs. different versions of songs covers live stuff yeah i mean the new stuff that's being made out there and we're going to build our own most excellent jukebox in the world Help us on our Facebook better. page. We need you guys to do that. Here is my big question. You've been waiting on this. Well, let me tell them how to do it. Send sure. me a YouTube link to Chattanooga Drive and Show at gmail.com. Please include the link, not just the title of the song. And before we get to this, this surprise thing I got coming up, let me say there is a new podcast and kind of new one. Didn't mention it earlier, the intentionallivingproject.com podcast. And this is our, our our good friend, Bruce Dodd, and it's all about, well, intentional living. It's about making better versions of ourselves, sharing stories and lessons from successes and failures. Bruce will walk you through learning to be intentional with your money, time, thoughts, and relationships, the intentionallivingproject.com. Now, um, I have been cleaning out the house magazines gone old newspapers gone tons of clothes that just no longer fit me but are still perfectly good gone but lots and lots of event shirts old fredhead shirts old concert shirts i just i can't wear them anymore i'm just too big they're too tight they're too tattered. They might not be politically correct enough to actually wear on camera. I got to be a little more run up garbage. these days. Exactly. I'm 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 going to take literally. There's going to be a bunch of stuff that goes to some consignment place. I don't want the money. I just want somebody to be able to, to use the them. shirts. Yeah. Uh, some of it is just going to go to the dump because it's just not worth anything more than just basically being a wax rag for your car. But I got to make these decisions. But some of these shirts actually have Collectors real items. meaning. Yeah. They have relevance and they're cool to have. And I'm thinking, how, how, what would be the best way if somebody wanted to make a donation to the cause, mm -hmm. to the cause of the Chattanooga Drive-In Show, sure. and then they could take their pick of the rack of clothes, just pick out the shirt that you like most. Mm -hmm. Would that be doing that through Kickstarter? or no, patreon a better way to do that would either be actually i think a better way to do that would just be directly through venmo if uh, you send something through venmo and the link is posted to our facebook page um you can write a note and just say you want one of the t-shirts or hawaiian yeah. shirts or whatever it is that we're giving away well, look you, at that, you tell <laughs> Pro that programming question while we're on yes. there yes. is this the deep dive are we deep diving this right now no yep, but we're about I to do it okay. well we we don't need to go too deep <laughs> no we're not i understand yeah <laughs> look at this chick stop that's a big shirt you, th this is chick stop this like is this the shirt. this is the well you got to give some money <laughs> this is the event that they use as a fundraiser so much for the equity. north chickamauga creek you know folks <laughs> And Lou Womp, the guy that I told you about the other day that discovered the Lovell sisters, they used to play down there all the time for just, you know, a little barbecue and beer. But you got a Chick Stock shirt there. It's beautiful. It's in perfectly good shape. Here's one that has an original Scott Sullivan design. We'll turn into my, QVC. My old art uh, director and my guru in the advertising world. And this is a Trail of Tears shirt that they used for one of the original Trail of Tears motorcycle rides. Yeah. An original Scott Sullivan. He was the best artist in town. But shirt. check check this one out. I'm talking about this this shirt is straight from 1987. All right, when well, you like see this shirt, and, and uh, the soundtrack style again. the soundtrack to this shirt is done. 
dun 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 look dun 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 that's exactly gonna make you sweat and that was exactly that was the way it was i can smell the sweat from here and i have a ton of these that were the height of fashion and they're still in perfectly good shape so I'm going to bring him in here. Nice and soft. And we're going to get us a big old rack of clothes, and you guys are going to be able to give us some money and get you a shirt. There you go. For a small love gift. You, too, can own a T-shirt. You can do it on Patreon, too, if you'd like to. I think we should do a drawing, but whatever. It's fine. This is the deep dive. Watch it. 60 seconds under less. I just want everybody to hear me. Many of you have gone through this, and it is so heartbreaking. It's hard It's hard to describe the feeling that you get when the bottom just drops out in the middle of a conversation with somebody that you like, mm-hmm. that you have a relationship with, that you think you know fairly well, enjoy their company, and you're sitting there just yucking it up in the middle of an afternoon. It's a beautiful day. And all of a sudden, they just drop the N-word. Just drop it just bigger than life, just like it's normal and like you expect to hear it. And as you stand there stunned, they say it a couple of more times to make sure that you heard it and that they understand because, you know, they've already looked around and it's just a couple of white guys in there, so it's okay. It is the most disappointing feeling and given the scenario and given the situation there are times when i will say please do not ever say that to me again i do the same thing with the r word all right what do they expect you to go well i do the same thing with the r word i mean they're i mean if somebody is a a, an ass they're an ass they can change Hmm. you can't change your skin color you can't change the the amount of dna genetic material you were born with when people use those words and they laugh it just it just breaks my heart and i don't know how to explain it to my friends of color how do i how do i get out of that without saying something and feel good about myself if i do say something i'm very likely going to cost myself an otherwise good relationship and friendship and it's just a hard call to make. Like I said, sometimes I'll say, please don't do that ever again if you want us to be friends. Sometimes I just make up my mind, we're not friends. And we'll say something, sometimes I won't. But it happened yesterday, and I just I just want the people yeah. out there to know that most of us put in that situation will feel the same. And I know y'all have been there. Yeah. Y'all I've been have, dealing with my entire life. And it is, it is you just go... Weekly basis, oh, man. literally weekly basis. Oh, man, and now I mean, you just you hold them in such lower esteem. That's your deep dive for the day, and we'll we'll just go. Um, Let's do this quick. Um, thank you very much for listening to the show. Um, come on down here and figure out a way to give us some money and get some of these damn shirts off my rack. There's gonna be some. There's gonna be some really nice ones. All right, some really nice ones. Thank you very much for tuning in to the Chattanooga Drive-In Show. All right.